Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Miles. I'm Captain Bosch von Rotzenberg of Dalmasca. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's quest, we are hunting the behemoth. It's a Final Fantasy episode, Andy. Born to be wild. Born to be wild. It was ice, ice, baby. Alright, stop. Collaborate and listen. A powerful beast from another world. Its large horns and muscular frame defy nature. Unique strategies are required to battle it. I thought Jay's intro was crystal clear. Oof. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) So, the behemoth part of the Final Fantasy XIV crossover event, which uh, did go both ways, Raphalos turned up in fourteen, which was uh, a very interesting quest in that game, that one. But uh, I suppose it'll be kind of me and uh, Andy captaining the ship in a way this episode because you've not played a lick of 14 and very little Final Fantasy in general, Luke, have you? Yeah, I've barely dabbled. I think I played like some 7 and some 8 on the PS1 way back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I just I never completed home console games as a kid because I didn't have to play them for like an hour a day. Um, and I remember it was when I first moved to Japan. I was in Tokyo. And there was a big event, like an art gallery of or Final Fantasy art for some sort of anniversary. And then there was also like, there's a Square Enix cafe, there's a Square Enix convenience store. And I'm just like, shit, this is a whole thing that I just have no awareness of. I should probably play Final Fantasy. And I went <laughs> and bought a copy of Final Fantasy 1 and 2 for the GBA. And I've never plucked up the courage to play it with my terrible Japanese. So <laughs> it's one of those things. I've got it in my head that one day I am going to sit down and play this series. But I've got to do a lot more studying before I'm ready for that. You'd probably get through one with... uh, with... Final Fantasy 1 and 2, yeah. There's there's very little text to the point where it's almost impossible to tell where you need to go. I'd argue 2 is a bit more obtuse. through the game. The (laughs) gameplay is also text, though. Like, attacks and stuff are still text. Fair, that's fair. Yeah, but it's nonsense words. It's nonsense words. (laughs) I'm not saying I need to be fluent, but I need to get a little better at the characters than I currently am. And then I will probably give it a go. So I suppose before we jump into like the actual references from the game uh, from fourteen itself, like what is what was your take on Behemoth as a monster and how it appears in World? Look, visually, it's a bit different to a lot of the stuff in World specifically because it's a bit more of a mammal. We don't really have many of them. Um, yeah, but it is mostly just a big lumbering beast, and attacks happen around it which is kind of my least favourite kind of Monster Hunter monster. Uh, I remember I was pretty cold on Alatrion for the same reason. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can I can definitely see where, from a fight perspective, it's a bit of a... a bit of a pain, a bit of a letdown. It's, it's, it is true to what it does in the game, which we'll get onto later, but I think as a fight, it it's so... it's so disruptive to how a hunt usually would go. Um... Like there's mechanics yep. in this in this fight that are just you know you don't really see it uh, at all in in any other fight, which I suppose is what makes it a unique and a good crossover with fourteen, but maybe not so great a hunt. 
Yeah, I can see what they were yeah, going I, for, I, and I do have some appreciation for that. But when what I love about Monster Hunter is like the creatures feel very real, and it feels like they're fighting me very physically, and this didn't really have that. Yeah, I, th- I think it really epitomizes sort of the, this school of crossover where it, it genuinely does feel like an interesting mix of both worlds, but ultimately doesn't actually end up feeling all that satisfying as either game because yeah it is too much of a halfway house almost yeah i mean i, I like what they did with the, the like bringing in 14 elements which as i said we'll get on to in a little bit but i just think things like insta kill moves and, and, and monster hunter are i hate them <laughs> any 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 hunt that has them i, I just don't like it i mean for example uh, Lunastra's Nova in World, um, like if yep. that's that's essentially an instacle. There's you can get out of it in a way, but it's just stuff like that just does not feel satisfying if you get hit by it. You know, like you're like, okay, I made one mistake and that's it, I'm dead. Um, whereas if you get battered around by a monster for a bit, you're like, ah, okay, well I could have, I could have maybe dodged that, or maybe one of my teammates could have tried to life powder. You know, something went wrong there. Whereas with an insta-kill, you're like, oh, well, that's a bit shit. Doesn't really feel... Not that it ever feels satisfying to get killed, but you know what I mean? It doesn't feel... There's no learning <laughs> from an insta-kill move, in a way. There, yeah, there, there is a certain satisfaction in, like... In a good... Like, one of my favourite monsters is Nagakuga. And sometimes mm-hmm. when Nagakuga kills me, it's like, ah, you got me there, mate. You know, well done. Yeah, true, true, true. Whereas, yeah, if I'm killed by a big-ass fucking meteor from space because I'm... The wrong side of the map from where the rocks are. It yeah. just kind of sucks. I mean, I, I do think it's a fight that definitely maybe requires a bit more thought, I suppose you could say, uh, than, than, than a lot of them, because you do need to come in knowing the fight almost in a way. Like, this is not a fight you would come and bash out with one hunt and clear. Like, like to clear that, because we failed, obviously, in the hunt, as you'll hear at the end of the episode. But um, to clear that, you do need to have a good couple of goes, I would think, to warm up at the very least. I'm pretty sure me and Matty did kill it our first time. But I had already heard on podcasts and stuff that you need to hide behind these rocks and stuff. Okay, cool. So you know that you We weren't going in completely yeah. blind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas me and Jazz, it took us like a whole session to actually get our first clear. Um, but bear in mind, we were playing with randoms as well. And much like any multiplayer game, in, including Final Fantasy, yes, it can be pretty fucking annoying <laughs> um, to, to do so. Um, I guess also, we were playing it on just two players, and also with, I had like Master Rank gear, whereas I'm guessing when it released, no one had that option. That Yeah, that's true, that's true. Like The, the, the armour that, that uh, Behemoth dropped, which is really fucking cool, it's like Dragoon armour. Um, from fourteen, mm. which which is one of the cooler looking armor sets in the game, um, that was like the, the top tier end end game armor that you could get in uh, in in base game world. Um, whereas I think we did it like the most difficult setup, you know, three players, which gets synced to four player health. I believe that's how it works. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we did. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. kind of, they made a whole point of rise doesn't do that. Yes, then we kind of handicapped ourselves there, which was a bit shit. Have they? I didn't realize that. Um, shall I chat a little bit about where 
the references come from, I suppose, then with like the crossover. Yeah, because there's even the like you might as well mention the I've forgotten his name, Fun Bird guy, Chocobo. No, the one from Monster Hunter. <laughs> Killer you kid. <laughs> Yeah, when Kulu you two is a chocobo fun, is a thing, right? Fun bird guy. Yeah, everybody, I hope you're uh, tuning in for this sweet monster hunter knowledge that we've got here. So glad we've been educating you for all these years on cool bird guy. Fun bird guy, please, please. Sorry, if I'd said cool, shit, I could have remembered Kulu Yaku. That would have been really bad. <laughs> well, think of him as the cool bird guy next time, please. <laughs> So yeah, I mean that 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 quest I would say is just more a generic Final Fantasy. Here are some Final Fantasy creatures that you will you will recognise. Here is a big crystal. Like there's no explicit fourteen reference in that quest. Mm. To my knowledge, it's, it's been fucking years since I played it, but I don't remember anything like that turning up. Whereas the Behemoth fight is actually an. Ex- I think the um the Moogle mentions where he comes from, and I think it's the continent from 14. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that, I guess, counts. But it's yeah, it's a Moogle, a crystal, and a big chocobo, so it's just it, fun it, it, generally. You could see he comes from Midgar, you know, and it would, be, it would work yeah. just the same as a Seven crossover in that sense. But yeah, um, whereas the actual behemoth itself is very explicitly drawn from uh, a raid in 14, which is uh, uh, the Labyrinth of the Ancients and the Crystal Tower. Um so when me and Andy, the behemoth is in like every Final Fantasy. Just oh, it's version, it's a right? recurring boss enemy. Yeah, absolutely, um, yeah. our strong end game enemy, um, and it does um, throughout the series. Like one of its things that it will do at certain stages of the fight is cast that it was not called. I think in other games it's just called meteor, but the uh, ecliptic right. meteor that that use. Um, in the, in the the fight, obviously, in Monster Hunter is something that it does throughout the games. Like I distinctly remember it doing it in ten, uh, in one of the last areas and stuff like that. But yeah, so this 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 specific behemoth, though, uh, with the whole hiding behind the rocks mechanic, is pulled directly from the raid. Um, one of the one of the last bosses against a king behemoth, um, and I, I do distinctly remember the the whole. So it, what what it does in in fourteen is it'll pick a few different players to drop a meteor onto, and then everybody in the raid has to hide behind the meteor, otherwise you instantly die. Um, so that is very much drop pulled one for one from um, from from the game. I think the difference being though is that in fourteen it's a lot easier to position yourself behind that meteor, especially if you're playing like a ranged class, you can just attack from far away through the meteor game they care about that whereas in world with it being a lot more dynamic the arenas being bigger as well than where you fight the behemoth it's a lot more difficult to hide behind that meteor i think i think it's also that's the, the mechanically right monster Hunter has more kind of stun mechanics where you can get locked out and and, and really you know you, you can't recover um at times whereas obviously yeah in final fantasy that that are mechanics like that that exist, but less so, you know, when you're in the middle of a, you know, unless that boss is specifically doing that kind of yeah. thing, which well, and the Behemoth doesn't do. Monster Hunter does have, you know, life powders, but your role being to heal other people is not the norm, right? It's an Correct. extra thing, which, like, so, as we have just now, we and Andy forgot about. 
whereas you're meant to be thinking about that, I think, in this one. That's that's where I kind of speaking about how this hunt's probably one of the more disruptive hunts in the game from how you would usually play Monster Hunter, because you are right, that you don't usually need to spec into specific builds, like, you, you don't need to have a tank or a damage dealer or a healer, you know, that's not how Monster Hunter is, everybody does their own thing in the hunt, but you're all working together to the task of taking down the, you know, the beast you're hunting. Um, and I think where, where you know, definitely while the monster is pulled pretty directly and has a lot of very, very clear references to the fight from 14, I think the bigger crossover comes from how it actually forces you, for better or worse, to, to, to you know, to excel at the hunt, to be playing specific roles so like one of the key things that the the behemoth does in world is after if you attack the head long enough i think it tells you that in one of the like the handler call outs it eventually will uh, draw enmity or what they call aggro so basically that's that's the tank's job in in 14 is to keep the enemy focused on it um and that that they kind of pulled that across into world by having that mechanic so um, you would then potentially hopefully have people on life powders or maybe like a sword and shield um, specific healer set to, to, to keep the, the, the tank <laughs> topped up, so to speak, um, and then have everybody else wailing on the uh, the behemoth. So I, I do think that's quite cool. I, I, I definitely appreciate what, they're, what, they've, what they've tried to do. I just don't know how successful it works as an idea once you translate it into world unless you're playing very specific weapons like lance would work well for tank or you know sword and shield as healer i do think it's a cool idea but i think it accidentally uh, like tapped into some controversy if you spent any time on like facebook groups or among like monster hunter twitter during the time when world first came out new players who had played other you know big online games but had never played monster hunter before there was a, a lot of people coming in and talking about this build and that build, tank build, healer builds. And like veteran Monster Hunter players, which, you know, it's a shitty term, but that is what they call themselves. It's like, well, no, in Monster Hunter, it's just everyone's there to attack the monster. And you can add a few other things around the edges, but your role is to be there to help contribute to the hunt, right? And it became a pretty big, like, antagonistic, you know, back and forth thing between these people talking about builds and the people who'd get snooty if anyone uses the word build, like, no, this is Monster Hunter, there are no builds, there's just sets, and everyone's job is just DPS. And I mean, <laughs> obviously it wasn't intentional, but this accidentally sort of threw some fuel on that fire by having a monster which is built for the build crowd. I, I, I'll be honest, I've never even heard <laughs> remotely of uh, of that, that argument coming up there, but... Uh, you mean yeah I, I guess you could argue it would throw fuel in the fire but I think it's it's more so that it's just trying to draw upon how 14 set up as a oh yeah, yeah that's what I say it yeah. obviously wasn't deliberate but accidentally like it did tap into that whole thing and I think it only made it worse in those particularly toxic communities fair fair so well, yeah you shouldn't go online but do, do you think that the do you think the idea of having to have like a healer or anything in that hunt is actually all that essential i mean it still to me feels it's not like yeah, so yeah like that's game. why i use the word to excel in that hunt like you absolutely can get yeah. by just still all smacking the monster but i mean i got enmity on the or aggro on the behemoth there um and you really don't have a lot of chance to attack like genuinely you don't have a lot of chance to attack so unless you know you, you, a tank in 14 they still attack the, the monster you know that's still 
something that they do. Yeah. Uh, whereas I didn't have any chance to do that because I couldn't, you know, nobody was able to heal me. I wasn't playing land, which would be better, um, you know, built for taking hits and countering, which would be kind of the tankiest, I suppose, equivalent in world. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can get by, but I think if you really want to, you know, smash that hunt and feel like you've absolutely pasted the yeah, sure. playing into those builds and really engaging with the crossover more so, um, would, uh, would, uh, be the, the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very it's a nice crossover from the kind of musical standpoint. They pull in a couple of tracks from from World. I'm glad we didn't get to hear the main fourteen theme, uh, which plays I think in the last area, like when you're kind of like reaching the crescendo of the hunt, which is quite cool. Um, and seeing the attack names pop up as well was was a nice touch. But yeah, other other than that, I think as a fourteen fan, like now going back and playing it, I can definitely appreciate the fight uh, from from afar but when I'm actually in the hunt I, I do feel the same frustrations as, as everybody else does yeah I mean it's one thing that it has the monsters attack but I do get a real kick when I do attack an attack and that comes up as well <laughs> yeah like true charge slash or whatever on the great sword yeah yeah, that's pretty it's good. a nice little thing yeah it's a cute touch definitely definitely I suppose we better talk about where the behemoth comes from a little bit Sure, yeah, I'd be interested to, to hear a bit about this as well. Because, um, I mean, obviously I know where it comes from in 14, but, um, yeah, what, like, tell, tell us a bit about that one then, Luke. Well, the behemoth's from the Bible. Ah, well, um, in the Bible, know. there are three great monsters which God created and only God can slay. And it's the behemoth on land, the leviathan in the sea, and the Zeus in the sky. And I'm, at, I'm looking right now at, like, a painting from the year 1238. And they've literally drawn the behemoth as a big red bull. Ah. So it's like, it's... Yeah, it's a, this is a very, very old monster design, if that's the word you want to use. Um, How come we don't ever hear about the one in the sky? Very no, often? it's... That's, that's what I want. So the, I'm aware of Leviathan and behemoth. So yeah. the Zeus and Rock are both big parts of Middle Eastern mythology. And it, it also gets... It often gets tied into the whole Hebrew-Jewish mythology. But I don't think it has an yeah, actual. Yeah, I mean, the, the rock. Uh, think Zeus and Rock but... are kind of different names for the same monster. Okay. I'll do more research on that one in about a year's time, because the Behemoth, the Leviathan, and the Zeus slash Rock are also the inspiration behind one of the inspirations behind Groudon, Kyoga, and Rayquaza. Ah, that would make some sense. So when I get to them in my Pokemon podcast, I'll be talking about them. Then. Nice one big cross-brand team oh yeah <laughs> if there was a science fiction film about the behemoth as well then <laughs> jay you want to join us with final fantasy the spirits mention the fucking spirits within <laughs> kingsglaive final fantasy 15 we'll get that watched as well all right advent children that's one too isn't it that is one yes yes i've not actually seen the final fantasy 7 films as a total side note but yeah I watched Spirits of the Impact when it came out because everyone was banging on about how impressive the technology was. But it's a boring fucking film. It was the imp- technology impressive? That's the real question. There, I mean, it, it doesn't seem impressive now. I think it was then. 
I remember when I went and saw Shrek and we came out to cinema and my dad's like, one day they won't even need actors. <laughs> well, they are CGI-ing dead people in Star Wars films now, so he's maybe not too far Yeah. Well, yep, the thing is, that costs millions of dollars. Well, they're actors. just making like a, a, a like small indie drama, probably not worth creating a CGI cast. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it is. I think it's time. <laughs> well, I mean, been off real actors. One day we just need Scarlett Johansson in every role. <laughs> like the nutty professor. <laughs> so next week, toss a coin to your mash lads. We're going to be taking on the legend from the Witcher Three crossover. So it's a crossover double bill here on Monster Mash. So make sure you join us for that one. Uh, but until then, Lucky Boy, where can they find us? Well, you can find the podcast on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod or on Facebook at Monster Mash Pod. Also, you can find us on um, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Monster Mash Podcast. And if you enjoyed this podcast or any of our sister shows, uh, then consider throwing us a bit of money. Go to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. We do this for fun and we're not going to stop anytime soon, but it does literally put me out of pocket every month. So if you enjoy listening, then, you know, I wouldn't mind a dollar a month. Please tweet at Andyman949 your favourite Bible verse. <laughs> Alright, bye. A weird end. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bye, everybody. What the hell is going on with Hub Provisions Girl? Why is she wearing a horrible Oh my god! Like... My cat looks amazing! <laughs> Fucking disco cat! Where's your cat? Oh, yeah. No, not, not the cat, cat that brings the food. The cat behind the oh, thing, yeah. <laughs> That's <Brilliant>. amazing. <laughs> I, re- I really do not like these feline outfits that all the like staff are wearing, though. Feline outfits. Oh, oh, the big onesie almost. Yeah. Disco cat likes disco music. They're cozy, at least. That's the important thing. <laughs> I don't want them to be cozy. I want them to look hot. Oh dear. Right, let's get this show on the road. I just remembered how much I hate this fight. It's a bit of a bitch. It's definitely a tough one. Did you do it solo? No, I did it with Matty. It's solo, solo, everybody. Solo, solo. Although, whenever I hear the real version of that song, what I actually hear in my head is the Han Solo one because I listen to it so many times. (laughs) Han Solo, Han Solo. Living in the clouds. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'll be back in a second. What's up? Didn't eat dinner. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go out in like the actual real human world. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go get my shopping quick. Kind of bizarre hearing film as a 14 music in this. Because I don't know it. it. It does nothing for me. But I mean, I think I do get the same thing in the Witcher one because I get all the choirs and that. So Basically, power stuff. I don't, I don't, rec- I couldn't like hum you a tune, but there's like a style, right, with all the choirs and that. Even then, it's just not in my brain. I need to get back to the Witcher at some point. Um, you never finish it? Finish up my mad platter. Oh, okay. Right. He didn't finish oh, it. No, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, it was the uh, it's getting all the card, the Gwen cards. So that's the problem. There's a couple that were missable in my original playthrough. So. See, I don't particularly like playing Gwen, but it does have good music. I liked the Gwen in The Witcher Three. I hated Gwen right. when it came out on its own because they changed it. I didn't like the rules. <laughs> Please save so. all Witcher-related banter for Sorry, the next yes. episode. I love Triple Triad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate this move. This is the worst move that this guy does. Yeah, that's why I hate you this hate the first time. <laughs> uh, it, it just the first time I did this hunt, it just trapped me out of the area for like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a problem in the second area. The weird thing is, I do not remember him doing that in the game. Was it just the behemoth in the um, Crystal Tower? Yes. Yeah. I did enjoy watching your uh, your big elaborate spin there that hit nothing, Jay. Uh, I think I hit him twice, and I'm going to take credit for a moving area. <laughs> That's a result of that. Oh, they're actually wearing feline heads in the I, he was not as much out of the area as I thought, because he just shot me through the door. So, well, you got that in my bloody head now. That's, is that revenge for the toss of coin for your What have I got in your head? And <laughs> so Oh, right. <laughs> I think you sung it first. <laughs> you brought it up. That's a stun. Oh, no, no, I, you I sung, sung a different solo. I, 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 I sung a different solo, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sung Who that the one. fuck are you? It's a Thank stun. <laughs> I was wet stoning. Who talking both of us. I, was, I, I had to. I had to go get um, potions because I didn't bring any. You muppet! You just have to press triangle. It's very. What? When you go in the box. Yeah. You when you get in it. the box. Yeah. But I wasn't in the box. I never went to the box. That was the problem. Uh, as I understand it, Andy's never been in a box in his life. Wow. Wow. Should. Oh, main direct that somewhere decent. Set fire. Oh shit! It's a bit late for it. Uh, oh well, I've got I've got aggro, so I'll move it away. So uh, it's, it's up in that. Yeah, I'm moving away anyway. I've got aggro. At least I thought I did. It's no, no, I've got aggro apparently. I know we'll be talking lots about aggro in the cast. Don't you worry. I say oh, lots. I'll probably mention it once. I thought it was. <laughs> when do you see? I, I can't remember when he actually does it. I'm sort of a bit scared. And that's what I'm. Uh, it'll say. Uh, Ecliptic Meteor, I think. Oh, Ecliptic Meteor. Right, it's, that's it's... why I keep getting freaked out. Because I see a meteor and I thought, I swear it was... No, he's been doing meteor since the start of the fight. Well, yeah, no, that's what confused me. I was like, he did that very early. And then it turned out that that wasn't the move. I realised I normally played Lange for this, so I could actually tank. That's not going very well. Because I can't fight at all. He's a very angry red boy. Oh shit, life better. I'm stunned. No, I got one. Oh, I'm, I'm stunned. Fucking hell. <laughs> well, I was stunned, I couldn't do anything. I've. Right, hide, 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 hide. I can't find the rocks. I'm literally behind them. But it's over. I'm running. Fucking what a shambles! <laughs> I was so doing that again. Me. You fainted on a that normal attack. The quest. Well, yes, because you didn't bring life fighters. 
No, and I had hit. <laughs> yes, because the monster had aggro on me. <laughs> I was tanking. Where was the healer? 